welcome to Simone J. It's Between the Weeks with Two Freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here with updates. Yeah, we've been doing stuff and you're about to find out about it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's lit. <laughs> oh, we so lit. We on fire. <laughs> I'm using the language of the youth. Yeah. Um, Shu, you went to, speaking of lit, you went to Denver. I did. I went all over Denver. What's up with Denver? It's cool. It was like kind of warm, which was upsetting. Oh. But it wasn't as warm as Phoenix. Okay. So that's, that's good. good. I went all over. I started my vacation in Littleton. I got to meet my boyfriend's family. We stayed with one of his cousins. Your boyfriend? Oh, my husband. Does your husband know about him? <laughs> oh, shit. I can't <laughs> I just said my boyfriend. No, that's uh, hot. The romance is fresh. Yeah. It's crazy. It just feels so, so brand new still. All right. We'll play it off like that. And I won't tell your husband about your boyfriend. Thank you. In Colorado. Um, yeah. And his cousin who took us to a dispensary. And that was fun. Because that's the first thing you do when you get off the plane in Denver. Yeah. I mean, we, we went the next day. Okay. We weren't like that crazy. But <laughs> it was fun because, you know, they have bud tenders. Oh, yeah. Like, how can I help you? What are you looking for today? What kind of high do you want? And I was like, why can't we just have this in Phoenix? Um, well, you have to pay $150 a year, but you can have that in Phoenix. Yeah. Because we, we do have those. I do have carpal tunnel. Yeah. And cramps. Yeah. So. I used to have mine. It's very easy to get your card out okay. here. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because it is. It's so much more fun. If anyone out there, I know our none of our listeners have ever bought or done drugs of course not but if you're used to the type of buying of drugs where you have to send a text or whatever to say do you have the thing what's and then up you... dude is practice still happening at six yeah and then you have to um or if you're like someone i know who just is like hey i have blotter you want some <laughs> and i'm like why are you why are you putting this in writing this? i don't know who you are i don't know you um but yeah when you buy drugs illegally you have to like coordinate schedules and it's such a pain in the butt and you have to drive to another side of the city but if you have your card it's like picking up a frozen pizza on your way home from work like yeah. oh i'm gonna stop by and just walk and it's amazing just to have it not be like oh one of my free nights this week i have to set aside because there's a three hour window of time where this person might be available to meet me by a taco bell yeah um, so yeah, the dispensaries are great in terms of convenience. Yeah, I really liked them. We did the same thing that happened in Seattle, which I was like, let's try to avoid this. But we did it anyways. We bought a little bit too much weed. Uh -huh. They're having good de deals. They always have good deals. What was the Sunday? Oh, I don't remember. They had like a play on, on words. Oh. Like shatter Saturdays. <laughs> shatter days. Shatter days. But anyways, so we got like, they had like five joints for $20 or something like uh -huh. that. So we got a bunch of joints and some candy. Yeah. And then by the end of the trip, I was like, damn, dude, I can't smoke any more weed. This is hard work. I'm, st I'm just stoned all the time. What's happening? <laughs> and we walked. We walked so far. Like Deacon loves um, going on public transportation uh -huh. and like using the public transportation to get around so we took a city bus to downtown denver 
and went to the 16th street mall which is just like a street with a bunch of stores and shit and like homeless people and street artists and all of it and i walked i walked and i walked and like i went there for a wedding uh-huh which was beautiful it was a beautiful wedding very i gave a speech oh randomly oh you didn't know you were gonna give a speech no i just was like i feel compelled to speak because you do get very emotional at weddings even <laughs> if you don't know the people oh, yeah. getting oh, married oh i was i cried multiple times fuck yeah um and it was a little crazy because like we went to a family mixer the day before and the bride was like she's a really good friend of mine and my we have like her and another girl we like all hang out the three of us all the time okay so she saw us and she's like was all stressed out because it was the day before her wedding Mm -hmm. and her and her fiance were stressing about like little things that need to get done and shit as one does and she was like hey can you guys come to the venue before the wedding and help set up tomorrow and i was like uh okay like yeah we weren't expecting this at but you all. can't say no no you can't say no so we went like a few hours ahead uh-huh and set up the venue and then like just got ready there like i did my makeup beforehand because i'm profesh yeah you are and even though i was a little sweaty i sprayed the shit out of myself with setting spray that's so smart i was I'd, fine i did learn from a recent episode of race chaser that both alaska thunderfuck and tammy brown like to get ready at home so even if they have a three-hour car ride to the venue uh-huh they get ready at home because all your stuff is there and you're yeah. not gonna forget it and you just you set the shit out of it so totally. you are a profesh queen yeah i was profesh and Something really weird and funny that happened was while we I was getting ready, my friend Karen, who was in the Airbnb with me, we stayed like with two other couples oh, and okay. some other people. There's like nine of us. Um, but she's like, I think this chick's in the bathroom, like this guy's girlfriend. We didn't really know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I knocked. I don't know. I think she might have fallen asleep in there. Like, <laughs> And I was like, did you like knock harder? And she's like, I don't know. I knocked. And so she ended up being like will you walk with me to burger king to use the bathroom oh my gosh because she couldn't get in the restroom yeah and i was like okay and i didn't i don't know what it is with me with not questioning things yeah i didn't even question it i i didn't try to get in the bathroom i was just like okay i'll walk with you oh no so we walk we get back by the time we get back the people who are picking us up to go to the venue are like there and i'm like fuck okay we gotta hurry we gotta hurry and we get downstairs to get our shit and the chick is like, I was out running. Like, no one was in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Just, my friend just didn't try the door handle or, like, any. Stop so, it. So it was, like, a hectic day. But it was great. We made the cheese boards. I nice. felt good about contributing. Yeah. The wedding was beautiful. But, like, that on top of going to the mall the next day, like, my feet were killing me. Oh, yeah. Your dogs by the were time, barking. Yeah. By the time it's time to go to the airport. And I was just stoned the whole time. And this lady at the at the wedding was like, what are those? Because Deacon dropped his joints all over the table. (laughs) (laughs) I think like the bride or groom, one of their aunts was like, what is that? And I was like, joints. We're in Denver. And she was like, oh, really? And gave us this look like, fuck you. And I was like, we're in Denver, baby. (laughs) Yeah, we're helping save them money on an open bar because we're smoking weed. Come on. She goes. I wish that law didn't get passed. Did she live there? I don't think so. So like what? I because yeah. I was picturing like no, some sort of bitter local who's like all yeah. these youth well, are on my lawn. Well, that's what I thought too. But then I talked to 
one of them and uh, they're like no it's my aunt um but i just looked at her and i was like oh i'm sorry and then i just put a joint in my mouth and walked away because i'm cool you're so cool you're the so, coolest yeah and also when we got to our airbnb it looked like no one had cleaned and people had just left like i felt like we were walking into someone else's vacation yeah and it turned out that the guy didn't know we were like coming the day we were or some something yeah. happened where he didn't clean it so we just were like there here is my thing with airbnb and i'm gonna go off i'm sorry okay that was i'll just say that was like the first time i've had like that type of experience where we were finding like someone's swim trunks were on the couch like there were like trash here and there the sheets were just all crumpled in the middle of the bed i i know people who when they travel don't even look at hotels they just look at airbnb that's how i am that's what i do that is like so many people i know and like people will be like going on a disney trip and i'll say oh what hotel are you staying at and they're like oh we found a cute airbnb five miles from the park it's only 175 a night i'm like you know you can stay walking distance for a hundred bucks like and they're just like we didn't even look at hotels we just figured they're too expensive I knew I know people who stayed in Airbnb in Detroit because they went home for a wedding. And guess what? <laughs> they had a bad experience. Yeah. I just hear so many weird stories. Yeah. And it's because hotels are professionals that have a system for how they do things. And not every experience is great. But I think on average, there's like a higher batting average with a hotel than an Airbnb because an Airbnb is just some people hosting you in their house. Yeah. And I don't think they're any less likely to have bed bugs. And like you're more likely to have a weird, awkward experience at one. I just don't understand how some people, I know a lot of people who travel frequently and they never even look at hotels. Yeah. It's like, why are you paying $100 to stay in someone's guest room and have to, like, make weird, awkward small talk with them or put a robe on to go to the bathroom across the hall when you could... Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, for the same price, you could fucking sit naked. You could have your asshole on every surface of a hotel room and no one would see you because it's your own fucking room Mm -hmm. and you don't have to make awkward small talk with anybody if you don't want to that's true that's true we did look at hotels for this trip but they were really expensive just because it was labor day weekend and in this scenario with a group if you have a bunch of people that makes sense to me. like it was cheap and we kept that's what we kept saying we kept going well it was really cheap yeah um but it also was when we pulled up it was a doctor's office uh-huh. like it is a legit doctor's office that you pull up to okay and i was like uh this is the address from the airbnb i don't know like let's let's go check it out and we went and we well we sent deacon first we're like go <laughs> go see husband go see what is up smart and he goes and he's like i talked to this kid and he i said is this an airbnb and he goes oh maybe <laughs> Uh, what are you looking for stop it (laughs) and then so like he came back and was like yeah it's an airbnb so i went and we showed the kid like our reservation Uh screenshot and shit so he let us in but it was like was he playing coy yes he was like maybe it is maybe it's not yeah like what what was the title of the airbnb was it 
cottage getaway or whatever the fuck. I was like, yeah, like you just said it. So (laughs) what the fuck? But it ended up being like a house in a basement, like under the doctor's office. It was very bizarre. The whole thing was very bizarre. I mean, this is kind of exciting, which makes me kind of pro Airbnb because it's so fucking weird. They did have 420 friendly patios. Nice. And the guy, we talked to him. He was cool. He was like, the day we were leaving, he's like, yeah, there was a big like misunderstanding. I didn't know you guys are staying here. And I was like, we talked to you the day we got here. Like you told us about the Thai restaurant. And he's like, yeah, I guess I just thought you were like getting ready to leave. I didn't know you were the ones that like came. He was on that Denver weed. He was on that Denver weed. But it all turned out great. It was a great trip overall. You know, shit happened. I got to go to Denver. I've never been there. So that's cool. I was upset. Me and my husband had separate seats, both flying there and flying back. But what that's, the fuck? it's my fault for not checking in early enough. So Oh, yeah, because that's a common thing now. Uh, you don't have assigned seats. You have to yeah. check in early. The On the way there, this kid that I was sitting next to, I was like on the end and the kid in the middle. He's like probably like a 19 or 20 year old guy. He kept his fucking head kept like going over. He's sleeping. Oh, that's so he awkward. He kept nodding off and then it'd get to like a centimeter away from my shoulder and I was like move trying to move away from his head yeah. like I'm trying to lean further into the aisle, middle aisle and it, and then he like jerk his head up and like wake up that was and I was like I hate you stay awake you fucker that was so many subway rides <sighs> I took in New York yeah I just remember one I was on one of the elevated trains um, going over the river home to Brooklyn and this kid was falling asleep on my shoulder and I didn't know what to say. I was just being weird and awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were these young uh, black guys across from me and I, I'm going to say that they're black before I do the impression of them. <laughs> I, I, this is all problematic is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So the kid is falling asleep on my shoulder and then he'd like his head would tap my shoulder oh, and he'd no. jerk back up. And it just was so weird and awkward for me. But it also was being narrated by these young guys. And they were like, oh, shit, dog. He fallen asleep on her. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, I just was like, man, I'm. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm young and awkward and I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. And I also have you narrating how weird <laughs> this is for me. So thank you for like mystery science theatering this weird situation. Yeah. And it was like. It was like 15 minutes of that. It was very um, odd. Nice. As, as a grown adult woman, I'd be like, hey, uh-huh. I mean, if you want to cuddle with me, you're going to have to go down on me first. Otherwise, stay <laughs> awake and get off my fucking shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So it was a good trip. Cool. You know, we'd walk in food. I, I ate at Sonic and Zoe's Kitchen, which are both here. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> It's cool. Cool. Well, that's exciting. What's up with you? You moved. I did move. Um, and uh, it's very exciting because I live on this side of town again. I live very close to you and my job. Awesome. Um, and moving sucks, especially when it's like over a hundred degrees. But I got her done, and um, I really like the people I live with, and I would have moved in with them. A year ago before I I left my house, I moved into a roommate situation that was really 
not great. And then I moved in with my mom while I reassessed what I was doing. And I would have moved in with these people sooner, but they don't have a yard. And I didn't want to have to walk my dog all the time. Yeah. Which is a fair decision. However, the trade-off is that I have a good living situation. And also, Frank gets to go for walks. Yeah. Dogs love walks. He loves it. He's very happy about it. I thought he would miss laying out in the yard, but... We have a nice big window, and he gets a lot of sunshine. Um, it is a window out on a main street in a ghetto, and it is oh. the one window in all. It's a condo, and every other ground floor unit has bars on the windows, but <laughs> ours. Um, so, and mine faces the street, uh-huh. and it's a double pane window. And yeah, a rock did. Uh, someone did try to break it like a year and a half ago, and they just never fixed it. What? They, their insurance said they wouldn't cover it because it looked like a car kicked up a rock and hit the window and it would be not, I don't know, some loophole. And they just okay. were like, we don't really, it's a double pane window and it's like the... Just fuck it. Fuck it. I don't know. So anyways, that's cool. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, so I moved. I'm, I'm very, very, very happy about this living situation and... Uh, Frank seems to be very happy about it, and that's cool. And I, ma- I like, finished moving. Oh, good. And I got rid of even more of my stuff. So every single thing I own, except for my bicycle and my guitars, is in an 8 by 9 space. Oh. So I feel good about oh. that as I pare down the possessions Yeah, to become the rambling woman I was meant to be. You're doing it. I had a really good weekend at work, and my uh, managers said, oh, man, you're going to get that car paid off soon. And I said, yeah, and I can sell it and buy a camper van and be a rambler. And they were like, oh. Oh, no. They go, maybe we should stop giving you so many shifts. (laughs) And I was like, don't judge my life decisions. Yeah. I'm going to have a trailer as my home base, and then... (laughs) Oh, she was born the rambling lady. That's me. That's Sydney. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, what else? Cool. Um, I just have some recommendations. Oh, um, as you know, before I took off on my trip, I was pretty stressed out. Yes, because I was just like some. We were trying to figure shit out. Uh huh. Getting around town and shit. We ended up just lifting and taking buses. Everywhere. Smart. Um, but I sat down and watched The Hot Ones. Have you seen this show? What's it's The Hot Ones? Or I guess it's just called Hot Ones. It's not The Hot Ones. It's oh, just Hot Ones. Just Hot Ones. Um, but it's on YouTube. It's a show on YouTube. Oh. Where um, this guy interviews celebrities while they eat hot wings that get progressively hotter. <laughs> and like each season, they kind of change the sauces out. Okay. The hot sauces. But they have... You know, people get very upset by the heat Mm -hmm. and like they have weird reactions. Oh, and it's fun to watch. It's a fun show. Um, But Jeff Goldblum was on recently. Uh He was on the season finale and it was one of the best things I have ever watched. Really? It was. I have not laughed that hard in quite a while. Wow. Because he's like he's just as weird and like quirky as you think he is like Uh he he has a very unique weird sense of humor and he talk he just rambles he just goes off on rambling tangents about nonsense oh and it's great and he's older now yeah he's getting old yeah and you can see it he said he likes when um 
people on the internet call him daddy and then he goes zaddy what is a zaddy and then they talked about he's like i like zaddy that's that's me oh my god he's like i'm a daddy and i'm actually a daddy so either way i like it yeah (laughs) i was like oh and he was also wearing this great shirt um it was prada and it had fruit and like like old school like greek style fruit layout Uh uh-huh and there's a lot of pomegranates on it oh it comes full circle back to our episode on persephone persephone because we had just recorded that and then i watched hot ones i was like oh pomegranate baby yeah um so check that out because there's all kinds of celebrities he's interviewed cool i I don't know i I wish i knew the guy's name i don't it's fine though he's on youtube it's hot ones yeah i'm sure people can find it it's great also i went to the doctor yeah for my physical Uh uh-huh i asked her just out of curiosity if she thought i would be a good candidate for pregnancy what did she say she said she said fine so it's fine it's fine cool if you want to you look fine and then you're like i'm not saying i want to i'm just asking she said are you thinking about it i was like i i i don't know i don't know it's (sighs) I just had some questions. I I don't know. I just, I see you once a year. So I thought I'd just ask. Well, that's so cool. what I'm saying. Yeah. Also, oh, watch Afflicted on Netflix. Okay. What's okay. that? It's this show about, se- it follows seven people who have some type of oh, affliction. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That no, no doctors can agree on what oh. it is, the diagnosis. Have you seen it? Did you watch it? No, I read the thing about it, but it's about people who possibly the origins of their illness are psychological and... uh, It's very weird. Multiple people on the show, the doctors think that maybe they have Lyme disease. Yeah, that's controversial. Which, yeah, exactly. One of the guys, he has ME, which I guess is like a fancier different name for uh, chronic fatigue syndrome yeah it's what they call it now chronic fatigue syndrome isn't what you call it now it's called because that sounds fake yeah um but watching him specifically i was like i don't know like i i was questioning i was like and then i kept thinking i feel like something traumatic and weird happened and it's like psychological with this person because he didn't leave his bed for two years yeah there was this guy he was a he was something in Hollywood, and I forget what podcast I listened to an interview with him on, but he it was very, very successful. And then he got sick with ME, and he did not get out of bed for four years. He said when he started writing his book, he could he had his staff. He's like, thank God I had a staff, and I could afford to do this. He They modified a computer because computers came out while mm-hmm. he was in oh this was in the long time ago so home computers became popular and he could type and he could move one finger and he basically spent four years where he couldn't move anything Mm -hmm. and then they said well how did you get fixed and he's like well i just focused on the writing and then i started to get better but i had me and it's like i am just the body and the mind yeah listen they're connected and it's very controversial these new diagnoses i was t- okay i have i have um i have an autoimmune disorder so like 
and I have a lot because I have Crohn's disease and I do have endometriosis. It causes a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. However, like the symptoms of those do get worse when I am not doing well mentally. And this past week, just with moving and stress, I've been very, very busy and in a good way, like, but super busy, super stressed and all of my joints feel like they're on fucking fire. My back mm. hurts so bad. Like my left arm is numb. I don't feel good physically. And I feel like my whole head is just full of allergies. But honestly, I think it's that I have not had like I have not had any romantic touch. Yeah. In a while. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably all of my aches and pains and like stuff would go away. I think it's my body telling me that it needs to be held. Yeah. And uh, we've talked about on the podcast how I refuse to say, oh, I, you know, I have fibromyalgia or I have this or that. I'm like, no, bitch, you're depressed. Mm-hmm. And so even though I feel fine, my body is telling me that something is wrong because mm-hmm. like I should not be in this much physical pain. Um, and so anyways, I'm, I'm just I'm going to get held. Yeah, if you want, me and Deacon will hold you after this. It'll just you can sit on the middle of the couch with us, and we'll just kind of like parents. We'll just put arms around you. I feel like that'd be very weird, and I'm not going to accept that. Okay. That's a fine offer, but um... like parents. No, and- I know. I just <laughs> especially because I'm taller than you. Maybe you can hold me. I was gonna say I'm <laughs> taller than you, and I'm about the same height as your husband, so I feel like I wouldn't feel. I would just feel like a really big baby, which would make me feel like I have some sort of genetic disorder and I should have been aborted. But here I am as like this adult baby with some sort of horrible fucking genetic abnormality. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, I think this guy, like some of the other people, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this might be more psychological. But this guy, because he hadn't gone out of bed in two years, and then, you know, they're filming and whatever. He's talking through a, like, robot lady, Mm -hmm. like an Alexa. And then, randomly, he's just like, I want to go outside. Like, telling his mom, like, I want to go outside. Uh And she's like, oh, my God, you want to go outside? And I was like, why all of a sudden do you want to go outside? This has never happened. This Uh is bizarre. Um, And he used to be a bodybuilder before it happened. Oh, Jesus. And so I'm thinking, like... I, I don't know. I was just questioning, like, did something happen to this person? Like, at first, I, I'm morbid. I was thinking, like, he got molested or raped or yeah. something. Um, but then it came out he was in a car accident where he, like, hit somebody. Oh. And it was very traumatic for him. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Like, okay. That's what happened. Um, so yeah, anyways, it's an interesting show. I was just going to watch one episode. I w- ended up watching all the episodes. It's called Afflicted. It's on Netflix. I so. want to check it out. I didn't watch it because yeah. I thought I would be triggered. I was going to say, if you're a hypochondriac, like it might be a little hard to watch because there's just new and different things. Like one of them, someone had like mold sensitivity, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. Um, someone had chemical sensitivity where they couldn't like stand to be around like perfumes or anything like cleaning products and then another lady had um I don't remember what it's called but she was like being affected by all the like 
Wi-Fi and oh, electricity. Oh, yeah. There, there are towns where it's all people who think they have, like, electronic allergies. Yes. And she they went go to live. this town yeah. uh-huh. to, to get away. Because there's one in Arizona. Oh, there is? Uh-huh. Well, she went to this place that has, like, a satellite, so there can't be any phones around it because the satellite's too sensitive. Oh. So they're not allowed within, like, a certain radius of the town. Oh. And so a lot of people with that disorder go to the town. Mm-hmm. The weird thing was she had a elect like a a Wi-Fi microphone, like a wireless microphone on her the whole time, uh-huh. and she, it wasn't bothering her at all until some lady in the town had this machine that was like picking up. Yeah, and she was like, "What is that? What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the wireless mic." And she was like, "Oh my god, you have a wireless mic on you!" And the other chick's like, "Oh, oh." Oh, that's why I've been feeling weird. That's like the um, like, brother on Better Call Saul. Do you watch Better Call yes, Saul? He it was has exactly that. Yeah. like that. I just, I so, can't watch those things because I could like see how if I weren't an intellectual person that I could like believe that. I don't know. I mean, if listen, that's, I've had, I've had instances in the past where I've started thinking too much about like germs and people touching things and i start to get like a little anal about yeah. it but well so if like, you're sensitive to that like yeah i wouldn't recommend like a hypochondriac or someone sensitive to t- that type of stuff watching it because it could be triggering yeah. for sure okay so who knows also do you know what bang bus is yeah of course i know what bang bus i is. had never heard of that that's like OG internet. Yeah, right? It's yeah. like reality porn. Yeah. Old style. Old yeah. school. Old school. Okay, well, I didn't know. And street blowers? Um, well, do you want to explain what Bing Bus is to us? I'm not even sure still. It's someone... It uh, was a, it's a bus that rides around LA while someone fucks in the back? Well, yeah, they used to go around and like pick up chicks and be like, hey, you want to do a porn? And okay. they would film it in the porn while it drove around. Interesting. Yeah, what street blowers? Similar? Like similar. Okay. They just do blowjobs. Okay. Oh, it's called street blowjobs. Street blowjobs. Okay. <laughs> Not even street blow. I can guess what that is then. Yeah. And also, um, I was watching the Laugh Channel, which oh, just plays. Oh, LAFF. Yes. Uh-huh. I didn't even know we had it. And thank God we do, because it was, I watched a shit ton of Grace Under Fire. Yeah. That 70s show and Home Improvement. Yeah. Which all, are all things I enjoyed when they were on TV. Laugh TV is great. Yeah. Who knew? But they have the most weird fucked up commercials. Oh. And uh, one of them is a dating app called FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. Did you not know about Farmers Only? I didn't know. Dude, everyone FarmersOnly.com. Fo- um, if <laughs> everyone follow me on Instagram at Sydney DeLorean, I have a picture on there that is captioned my Farmers Only dating profile pic. Oh, and, really? And my friend who has like 10,000 followers when she took it, like sent it out to all of them saying, here's my friend. She's on Farmers Only. <laughs> and it's just me being sexy on a bale of hay. Uh, I just like the commercials because like a girl working at a restaurant. She's like, how am I ever going to find a country boy in the city? Yeah. And then this weird fucking like stony wizard pops out of nowhere and he's like, Farmers Only. <laughs> Um, yeah, the commercials so. are good. They've almost convinced me to yeah. meet, to use it because I'm like, oh, all I meet on OkCupid are people who are awful in all of the ways I hate modern society. Uh, you know, I want a country boy. And yeah. then I see that. Yeah. <sighs> Between that, the Shriners Children's Hospital commercials with just like a bunch of yeah deformed children asking for money 
and um oh the lawsuit against baby powder in your vagina like oh yeah i was like these these commercials are weirding me out my my favorite one on um antenna tv is the commercial for Dashcam pro have you seen that no, one? No, I don't think I have. I don't know if it's still airing because I haven't had my TV hooked up. In, well, I don't have a TV and I, ha- I haven't for a year because I'm borderline homeless. But um, uh, it's, a, it's a dash cam that you it runs when you're driving your car. So you oh. mount it to your windshield and it records when you're driving. So if you're in an accident, you have footage of what happened. Okay. But like their catchphrase is, oh, yeah. And so it's all these scenarios where it's in a courtroom and a guy is saying, oh, no, your honor, she came out and she hit me. And then the woman goes, oh, yeah, let's check out the dash cam, bro. And they say it. It's like the it's for the trashiest people. The commercial is so trashy. It's just, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like all those really low budget, like weird commercials i Uh, always would be like who the fuck would buy this thing and use this thing and then my friends got in a car accident and they posted on instagram the fucking footage from their dash cam (laughs) and i was like what fucking world what fucking world are we living in but then when i house sat for them their front door you don't open with a key you use an app yeah. And I was like, I don't know what fucking future you're living in. There's a dash cam running. There's a fucking app for your front door. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They're like normal fucking people. Or are they? I don't know. I don't know. They're living in the future. I guess so. They're the Jetsons. Well, I they, the door thing is like a say it's like a safety lock cuz they have a kid. Uh-huh. And so it's like part of like the child protective thing so the kid can't open it. Okay. But then also you just Unless use an he app. has the app. I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't know this world we're Children are amazing with the phone these days. My four-year-old nephew can do so much more with the phone than I, I can. Yeah, kids are... It's Well, phones They're are bad. They're kids. Um, um, yeah. But, so. but speaking of how technology is terrible... Mm-hmm. Speaking of... I've been using the internet to meet new people. Yes, you've really brought me around on the internet. Like, I was really like, I, I fucking hate the internet. I hate social media. And you've been you've been showing me that it, it can be a good time. Well, first of all, I really enjoy making my videos. <laughs> I love your videos. And now that um, uh, a friend, uh-huh. a daddy type fair character, has uh, mailed me a computer. Uh, oh, and okay. I said, thank you, daddy. And he said, I'm sorry, I'm a daddy now. And I was like, you're over 45 and you bought me something very nice. Yes. So I will say thank you, daddy. Uh, but uh, now that I have a computer, I'm going to edit together my Instagram stories and put them on my YouTube. That's like a future project because I really enjoy doing those. But also I've met people on the Internet that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Yeah. I'm making a costume for this super cool chick who has tens of thousands of followers uh and i met this uh doctor she runs a chiropractic clinic she's beautiful mm. she's open to being interviewed on the podcast oh cool um her practice is called coven chiropractic because she's kind of witchy because yeah, i do want to know about chiropractors yeah so she's open to talking to us uh about anything really do they really put their fingers in the butthole to pop the spine they do all right. It's well, not a common thing, but apparently that's 
It is a technique. It is a technique. Cause okay. my, I told you how my friend, well, we were in a band with a girl whose mom was crazy and would take her to the chiropractor for everything, including pneumonia. And the guy would try to put his fingers in her butt and she'd say no. And then... It's not funny. It, but it kind of is because yeah. the last time she went there, she exploded and threw a tantrum and was like, fuck you. You can't put your fingers in my butt. Whatever. Good for her. I have fucking pneumonia. And then she actually <laughs> ended up hurt. She was so sick. She had to be in the hospital for two weeks or oh something gosh. like that because she legit had very, very bad pneumonia. Yeah. And her stupid fucking mother took her to the chiropractor. Um, but then because of that story, I Googled it and it is a thing. And okay. then the Pilates teacher who reminded me of Holly Hunter, yes. who I had to quit because she wore her dog in a sling to work. <sighs> too much. She was telling someone based on some injury, like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I know you don't want to, but that's the only way they can fix that is up the old. Oh, um, okay. okay cool. So I don't whatever uh-huh. yeah whatever okay so that so that and then this all is to come around to the fact that i love talking to strangers on the internet mm-hmm. and um because i've met just some cool people that i enjoy yeah. and like i don't i i have so many garbage conversations for a living just yeah so many fucking terrible rotten conversations but i talked to a listener on the phone oh shit Okay, this is a, uh, you know what? I've been waiting for this day because you Um, give your number out all the time. I sure do. And I've really been wondering when, when is someone going to call? And they did. And it happened. Well, I mean, I called them. (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm a thirsty podcast host. fine. So, uh. It's even better. This gentleman, I I guess I can use his name. His Twitter handle is at Rob Loves Beard. His name is Trash Money. What up, Trash Money? Woo woo. And he has written in about the Hari Krishna. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's super uh, into the show. He's a comedian. Um, he's emailed me some of his stand up bits. He's very funny. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But he had messaged me like that he has a history with ASMR and it would be kind of hard to put into text. But if I wanted to talk on the phone. Oh, OK. I was, so I said, sure. Yeah. And so, okay. so he told me his history with ASMR. He didn't know what it was until he thought it was just this weird thing that he experienced. And then several years ago, This American Life, he thinks, did a show about it. And uh-huh. then he said, holy shit, that's what I have. And he experienced it for the first time as a child in the barber shop. And he was oh. getting his hair. He said something about, like, the clippers and that sound and being so close to his ears. Um, he told them that it made his pee-pee feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry, Rob, if I am confusing this with a story someone else told me, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> this was his story was that he was said, hey, yeah. this makes my pee pee feel funny. And people, they just were like, that's, oh, that's out weird. of the mouths of babes. Yeah. Um, Can't and, say the darndest thing. Yeah. And then he said the next memory he had of an ASMR feeling was he would lay in bed and he would hear his mom downstairs cooking and he said it was like we talked about how people like to watch videos of someone doing something with intent such as cooking Mm -hmm. and he said it just would like flood him with the warm fuzzy tinglys and I said I 
like how do you describe that that would be different than just that feeling of oh hey this is good I'm at home I'm safe my Mm -hmm. mom's cooking and he's like it's very very hard to describe but it is a distinctly different feeling than just the feeling of emotional warmth and like comfort yeah and he he did say for him it is non-sexual and it's never been sexual um and then he said when he was a kid he would he just couldn't wait to get home from school um because mr rogers and then there was another painter kind of like bob ross Mm -hmm. on pbs called william alexander yeah and he said he would watch these things and it just would flood him with that feeling and it just felt so great and he still gets it to this day if he sees someone um, doing something very thoughtfully. And he knows someone with autism who moves with a lot of purpose. Everything they do is very thought out. Uh-huh. And he said when he watches them, he he's like, I f- it feels weird to be like, wow, I'm just watching them do something mundane. But because they're, they, they do it differently on account of their autism, it gives him the tinglys. <laughs> and so i thought that was very interesting yeah so that was my interview with trash money who by the way Mm -hmm. has the greatest voice in the entire world i'm lobbying to get him to do a podcast yeah because i could i could listen to that voice talk about asmr Uh uh-huh he has such a great voice oh cool and i just was like can you do a podcast because i could like can you call me every night and just Mm -hmm. tell me about your day as i fall asleep (laughs) because that is is just a beautiful soothing voice awesome that is so cool and that's what i'm fucking talking about those are the fan listener interactions i want i want to hear what people have experience that's similar to the topics we bring up i want people to call you and talk to you at (laughs) night no this was and it was my first night in my new home and so i said hi to my roommates i was like hey how's it going uh i'm gonna go talk to a stranger on the phone so (laughs) if you hear me having a kind of weird conversation that's just what's going on but i'll see you guys later and then we'll like usually your first night in a new house you would hang out with your roommates Uh i was uh like no i have to call trash money (laughs) Afterwards, I'll come hang out with you guys. No, I just went to sleep. I was oh, so okay, soothed. Cool. Oh, you're so soothed. I was so by soothed his by his voice. Awesome. Well, that is great. So I thank beat off you. on that phone call. Did you? No, <laughs> like Sydney. That's re- if I, that would either Do encourage. Do not take advantage of our listeners. Of our listeners, unless they ask you to. Well, I was gonna say it could be it could go one of two ways. Either if I said. If you call me, I'll beat off on the phone. Yeah. It would either encourage people to call or discourage. Yes. And I generally would want the people to call me to be the ones who don't want me to be masturbating. I agree. So, I agree. I, I don't think that's... You it's know, not that's, healthy. It's that's not. setting us up on a track to be on a, a very different path. It's a very different path. So I'm not... You know what? I don't really want to go down that path. I'm not the guy from Sword and Scale because allegedly he skeeves oh. on his fans. Oh, weird. Mike Boudet allegedly gets drunk and goes in the Facebook group and like the better looking listeners will talk like say that he wants to talk to them about an internship. He, he allegedly is super skeevy and I don't know the details and I don't have any facts so I'm not yeah. trying to flame anyone. It's just what has been heard. But apparently the water cooler. Yes. Apparently, Mike Boudet skeeves on his fans, and I am not Mike Boudet. It's alleged. I'm number one. Here's how I'm different than Mike Boudet. I'm younger. 
You're a woman. I'm a woman. I don't spend hours editing my podcast to make it sound professional. No. I I don't get drunk. I don't have a Facebook. Yeah. And I will not sleep with our listeners unless I happen to fall in love with one. Yeah. Which, if you are a listener of the show, it means you can tolerate me, which means that maybe <laughs> there could be something there. Yeah. Also, if you listen to the show... You already know what I'm up to, and then we don't have to do my least favorite thing to do in a relationship. Small talk. Which is small talk. Yep. So. Cool. Well, I want more listeners to call and and let us know what's up. I love all the interactions. It's it's great. It's my favorite thing. So my number is 646-778-7743. And I mainly like saying it because you laugh every time I do it. <laughs> I do. Because I'm just like, okay, it's. It's your personal phone number. I mean, if Matt Farley of Motor yeah. Media can use his real phone number, I can use so mine. So can you. Yeah. If you want to email, it's at simonchepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to speak to me, um, you know, I'm the one who checks the DMs on Instagram. Yeah. She so manages the Instagram. I do let Sydney know what everyone writes in. And then I, I send her my response and go, is that okay? Is this okay? Am I being cool? Am I cool yet? Am I, am I cool, guys? Is this cool? Sydney, do you th- does this come off as cool or needy? And I'm like, listen, we're super cool. <laughs> I don't do that. No. Only sometimes. No, that's never happened. But I, I do, do screenshot like- you, the, the people. I go, look at it. Someone wrote us. Yeah. They're cool. Sometimes. Sometimes you're like low key about it. Oh, I know. Sometimes things come up and then you go, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was on the Instagram. Yeah. Because because i forget yeah i get stoned in denver only it happens oh yeah only in denver <laughs> we're yeah oh my ex is living denver <laughs> oh no no that's not it no that's great i think that's uh, a good note to end on yeah okay well have a great start to your week you can fucking do this whoop 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 whoop